Welcome to Never Rewrite. I'm Isaac Askew. And I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And today we're going to talk about iteration as a defense against being micromanaged. This came up, I was talking with my manager not too long ago, and she mentioned that she was going to have to start micromanaging some people because they just weren't making any progress. And I said, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the last time I ever got micromanaged. I, I don't even know what I would do if somebody tried it. Yeah. It would just be, it would be weird. And that got me thinking about how, because I iterate fairly continuously, it provides a very good defense against being micromanaged. Hmm. So put aside that, you know, there are, truly there are occasionally bad managers and people who are insecure or just bad and they will micromanage you for no good reason at all. Those people, you know, that happens as a fact of life. Most managers are not going to micromanage you just because they feel like micromanaging. Like, that's not a thing that good managers or even decent ones are going to do on a regular basis. What it comes down to, if a otherwise good manager is starting to micromanage you, is they are afraid. They don't see progress, and they, you know, your manager is responsible for your progress. And so micromanagement comes out of a fear it's a, a lack of observability and a fear of progress. And so they will start dictating to you to do things that they can observe that you've done. Right. And generally they're going to be the wrong things because they're going to be surface level things, but they will be things that they can observe that you've done. And that will give them some level of reassurance that you're able to move things forward. And that's really annoying to you. It's really not great for them. And, if you iterate, right, if you're a very iterative developer and you are constantly pushing code, then your managers can see the steps that you're taking. And, yeah. you know, if you're pushing code every release or you're, you know, you're working on a bug and you don't understand it, but you've written a test to try and figure it out and all you have to show for your day is you've now written three tests that show how the bug is not happening. <laughs> but you have three tests now. Like, there's something to show for it. You can show like, a, look, I've been figuring out this is the thought patterns. Right. They're not going to, they'll be like, okay, cool. Let me know how it's going. They're not going to follow up with you. They're, they're not going to like, well, did you try this? Did you, like, you can show them something because you've been pushing code and they can look at it if they are starting to get that fear, but they won't necessarily have it. They'll just, They'll, they'll see like, oh, he's committing code or they'll be able to see your steps because you're iterating. They'll right. see your steps every day and that will stop the fear. It'll, you know, you'll be observable because you've iterated. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know how, how often I've been micromanaged in my career, just trying to think of it on the spot, but I do know that at times I've had my manager definitely like check in with me just to see where things were. But I think that, I think that was usually when uh, I was taking a really long time to, to do something. Right. Yeah. So it's more of a, just a check in to see where are you? They weren't really telling me what to do. They were just going like, Hey, you know, what's, you know, what's the deal with this? So maybe that is micromanaging, but it didn't, I guess I didn't feel like it was, but well, I don't I, think it's I, micromanaging. Because, well, it's, at most, it's the very first step towards micromanaging because if, sure. if, yeah. right, if they checked in and they didn't get a warm and fuzzy feeling from you, 
then they would check and in. They would keep checking in. Yeah, check, exactly. keep checking in, and then they would start making <laughs> suggestions. Right. Whereas, so I, th I think that's a good a good idea though, because like in, in that case, I was working on a very nebulous kind of project, and there wasn't a clear like it, it was more like an efficiency project, just trying to figure out like why something was behaving the way it was, and a lot of exploration was needed to understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and so in retrospect, I was thinking, you know, if I actually did something like what you're talking about, either deliver some kind of iterative thing, which in this case probably could have been like a document showing all the things that I know it's not. Like as, <laughs> yeah. I'm, as I'm going and knocking off all the things that are, you know, this wasn't the issue, this wasn't the issue. That way I can provide some kind of list to either somebody else if I were to hand it off or some kind of like documented journey progress for anybody who's just curious to know. Isaac's been on this thing for two weeks and we're not done yet. <laughs> yeah. Why not? And then, Oh, okay. I can see Isaac's actually, you know, checked 20 different things that, you know, from, from the most likely to the least likely. And we're still trying to, you know, figure out what's going on here. So definitely breaking apart something into smaller stories or deliverables. If they're not like Jira ticket kind of things, I, I could see that placating the fears of somebody wondering if, my resource will be free <laughs> soon because they need me on something else. Right. I mean, that's a great, great call out of you're working on a nebulous problem. Like, Hey, this thing isn't fast enough and you need to make it faster. You're like, okay, well, I don't know why it's not fast. Like <laughs> assuming it's well enough to find like, Hey, this goes at, you know, a hundred events a second. And it needs to be a thousand events a second. You're like, okay. You start with the, I'm going to do this. And maybe at the end of the, like by the end of the week, you probably have something to check into the code that goes out in the next release. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I refactored this stuff. It doesn't really have any impact, but I want to get it out there to just keep the work in progress low. And it's, you know, it's a stepping stone. And they'll go, mm -hmm. well, how's Isaac doing? How's Jeff doing on that? 10xing this thing it's like oh well he's refactored the code because he's that thinks that's going to let him scale it better right it's like there's a bunch of stuff that he said you know he needs to separate these concerns and then he can just do 10 of them in parallel and that should get it and so he's got to go slow to go fast <laughs> well you, you, i liked what you said you're just keeping a mm -hmm. I'd, I'd almost call it a theory log like yeah. theory about why this thing isn't working right <laughs> you just, well, you have something to show for it, you know. Right. Even if you don't actually have a code fix, you know, you know, you could hand it off to somebody. If you had, if you got pulled off on some other, even more important work, then they could go, "Oh, let's toss over to John Doe over here and see if they can continue where you left off." Yeah. Right. It's better than a little bit better than a duck, where you say, "This is my theory," and then you just say, "It didn't work." Theory didn't work. <laughs> right. But I find like. As you say, when you've got these, you're more likely to get a manager check-in if you're working on a nebulous project because they don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Like you're you're exploring, right? You're right. looking, you're panning for gold. You don't know when you're going to find it. It's not like, oh, I'm fixing a bug and I'm going to grind away at it. It's You're looking for something. You don't know what it's going to be. You could see. And, you know, check-ins are great. Check-ins are fine. Don't, but like, Hey, if your manager is feeling worried, it's that's the fear. It's they can't see what you're doing, and they don't know if you're actually making progress or not. Mm -hmm. And so it's the check-in, and it's that's what you need to to iterate on. Of yeah, I mean, even if you're doing a nebulous thing, 
just being able to say, look, I tried this and it didn't work. And I tried that and it didn't work. And I made some changes over here and they didn't work. Or they didn't do anything. It kind of reminds me, um, you, many, many, many episodes ago, <laughs> you mentioned a study, I think, that you had read or heard. And it's about how, f- how good developers committed more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we never could find that study. <laughs> we should find that study. <laughs> I, I'm very curious about it. But this, I'm it, certain it's I read it, but really... I can't find it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's conceptually similar because you have those checkpoints there, right? Like you're still breaking apart your work into pieces. Instead of one big commit, you can have like the small, um, like individual commitments there. Mm-hmm. Small individual commits to, to show kind of like your, your log on the way there. And it's easier to, for someone to follow and see your work. Yeah. I just did a quick search and I could not find <laughs> anything. I found lots of people talking about it and saying it's a great thing to do, but it, Nothing that it was rigor. Nothing that looks like a rigorous study. Hmm. Well, it feels like <laughs> yeah. a realistic study. It, I do it think feels committing true. frequently is is better. Uh, so even if even if it's not, even if you do commit frequently, though, you can at least have like you know a, a, a kind of that that check in. You can right. off. It's just it's nice to have those checkpoints to see where you're at, and even still, you could even look through your own uh, log and say, oh, well, here's the things I've done um, in pieces. You know. Uh, kind of like to recollect your journey. If if you're kind of, if your boss asks you, you know, what you what have you been doing this whole time? Because you have a local branch you haven't pushed. So check the Git log real quick and uh, see. Here's all the things I've had so far. Let's go yeah. over if you need to. Yeah. If you, I mean, I'm a compulsive. I used to be a compulsive saver. Like when I'd play video games as a kid. I would, yeah. Same. <laughs> I'd be like saving every thirty seconds. <laughs> and now, like I, I'm a compulsive committer. All well, right. See, that's the same. The same uh, emotion, though. It's, it's fear, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you lost this. You lost one of your game saves one time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now you save a ton, or you save in three different save slots for games that still have that these days, mm-hmm. uh, because you're so worried about losing my save them. strategy. Exactly, it's the same fear as the the manager <laughs> to check it in is. with you. <laughs> Observability. I need to see that commit to know right. that it's really been saved and it's not going to get lost. Mm-hmm. And if the computer doesn't like it, then it should become sentient and kill all humans. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But for humans, um, observability and committing often and iterating is a much, much better, healthier way to get rid to, to defend against defend may be too strong a word to make it so that your manager would have no reason to ever micromanage you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Thank you all for listening. I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And I'm Isaac Askew. And this is Never Rewrite.